0: Hi, this is Bishop E. James Logan, Senior Pastor of Christian Faith Fellowship Church in Zion, Illinois. Welcome to our podcast. I pray you'll be blessed by a fresh word from God every time you tune in. Get your Bible and stand with me. Turn to Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 9. It's good to be in the house of God, alive and willing to serve Him. While you're turning to Isaiah chapter 9, I want to give you just a couple announcements just to get your attention and get you thinking in, these, in this direction. Celebration of praise will be 7 p.m. Because we want you to go home and get some sleep and get them to come back to church. I'm just going to let you know there's method in our wisdom. So we'll be having celebration of praise. Because... I'm going to tell you like prophetess Deborah Logan. We the old people now. We, I need more sleep than I used to. I ain't playing. Mm. Somebody said amen to that. <laughs> so we ha- we'll have celebration of praise from 7 to 9 p.m. Now make sure you go home. Now don't nobody talk you into going out nowhere. You, you can't come to church in the morning. You're all, all tired wore out. And then um, January 8th through the 14th say the 8th through the 14th we will be doing our church consecration amen. we're doing a little different this year we're not doing it right at the beginning i know some folks happy and some folk but yeah amen we're going to do it the 8th through the 14th amen so you can have your beans and your neck bones and y'all <laughs> Amen. Our corporate fast will be the 8th through the 14th. And the last thing, in January 28th, we will be having our covenant ministries reintroduction. Covenant couples, covenant brothers, covenant sisters. Saturday at 12 noon, January 28th. Everybody come out. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. All right, then. Bless you. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 9 and verse number 6 isaiah 9 and 6. are you ready? all right let's read it out loud. ready to begin for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called wonderful counselor the mighty god the everlasting father the prince of peace amen we're going to talk this morning about the prince A peace our messiah is prince of peace let's pray together bow your heads thank you jesus father we're humbled we're overwhelmed each and every day by your goodness your love your mercy your grace today as we begin the celebration and recognition of the entrance of your son into this world and into our hearts speak through the preacher Bless the people. Elevate yourself in us. Let us reveal Jesus to the world in a way we've never done it before. Thank you for that in Jesus name. Amen. All right. You may be seated. We're going to talk about Messiah, the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace. How many of you and what should be and probably is the majority of you in here and those of you that are watching you can tell like never before how much the world needs peace. I mean, it, you can't hardly go anywhere without having to calm folk down or calm yourself down and reminding yourself you're a believer. I mean, Folks is upset over soccer. So a prince, a prince is a chief ruler. A prince is a chief ruler. The first person after the king. That's chosen to rule in his stead. Jesus is our Prince of Peace. He's first in line, he's next in line, he's heir to the throne. And in this case, the throne is a throne of peace. <laughs> The prince is the king's son. The word peace in Hebrew is the word, and you know this, shalom. In short, it means nothing missing and nothing broken. Nothing missing, nothing broken, everything complete. Everything as it should be. Everything as it should be. I'm I'm stuck right there right now. Everything as it should be. How many things in your life are not as they should be? try as you as we might can't get it right some 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 of us are so OCD that's missing where is that cufflink? The one that looks just like it is not next to it. You can't function over that. How many other things are not the way they're supposed to be in our lives that we just go on? Do you realize how incredibly powerful human nature is? What do I mean by that? And and some of you have traveled, and and you'll understand understand exactly what I I mean. I've been amazed, even as I still watch and still like to watch National Geographic and programs where they're showing people all over the world (coughs) People can literally get used to living almost anywhere under any circumstance anywhere in the world. It's mind blowing how people can get used to living somewhere where things are not anywhere close to being comfortable, let alone complete. Do you know that's. Somebody say, said, did you? Who said that? <laughs> Do you know that's your problem? You have gotten used to living in some conditions that you should never have gotten used to living in. That's why we need. Prince of Peace. Because there's some areas, we're going to break it down a little bit. There's some areas where really we just straight up jacked up and we don't even know we jacked up. And, and, (laughs) and, and, And one of the reasons is, particularly when you live in a country, region, environment where things are pretty good. You can ignore the ugly while you running around faking the good. It's true. It's true, it's true. So we need the Prince of Peace to constantly remind us where we are incomplete where we are not whole. Here's another word, where we are not sound. Jesus, Messiah, being called the Prince of Peace, because again, in in, in Isaiah 9, when the Bible says, and he shall be called, all, all of those titles, if you will, they are speaking of His reputation. He shall be known as forever. There's never a time where Jesus isn't the Prince of Peace. There never will be a time where Jesus won't be the Prince of Peace. So whenever we recognize areas in our life where we're not sound, sound, complete or whole, that's when we go to the prince. (laughs) We go to the chief, write this down, the chief ruler of wholeness. I didn't say holiness. I said wholeness. The chief ruler of wholeness because no one can make us whole like Jesus. No one can make us whole like like Jesus, Messiah. No one can make us whole. I know we, we, we I was uh, doing some research and, and uh, I, I think that the number are pretty close. Um, I didn't write it down, but, but they're, they're saying today that 49% of the population is unmarried. And, and I know, you know, I got young people in my family, and, you know, it's, it's, it's not as easy as it used to be I'm just looking at you. It's not as easy as it used to be to find a good husband. Good wife. You yeah. Y- 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 like y'all shocked. <laughs> you know you're going through with the one you got. Why don't you sit up here tripping? Come on now. Lord have mercy. You know this this is real church here. We have real church. Real, we have real church here. We have real live church. We're real life people. We're real life problems. But, but, but that's why we talk about the prince. He can handle it. Jesus. That's why we need him he, to handle these things. And, 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 so, and so when we don't understand, particularly church folk, when we pretend like everything all right because we got this Christian, oh bless the Lord. Oh I'm all right. You good. I'm good. Hallelujah. Bless you sister. Bless you brother. No you're jacked up. And, and, and we're all in need of wholeness. We, we, we need the chief ruler. I, I, listen, I, let me just leave you out of this for a minute. Just me and God Just in, in on the conversation. I got some stuff going on in my life. I need Jesus to fix it. I, I won't talk to nobody else. I, I, I'm going I'm to control myself because can't nobody else fix this. I got some stuff can't nobody fix but Jesus. So, 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 Well, since I brought it up, anybody else in the house of God today, you got some issues, you got some areas in your life, you know nobody else but Jesus can fix it. So I didn't come to church to play. I didn't come to church to hug you five times. I didn't come to church today Just I came because I need the Prince of... That's who I need. that's who I need see because there are others others like myself watching you've let people practice on your soul It took you five, six, seven, ten years to find out that woman, that man, mess your soul up. Put all kind of witchcraft and life. No, no, I, I need somebody that's going to really handle my soul and fix what needs to be fixed in my life. Don't be playing with me now. Too old to play with me. Fooling around with folk. They promised they could fix you. They may, they may have even thought they could fix you. Who's got 10 more years to waste? Who's got 10 more minutes to waste? <laughs> Come on, really. Really, I need to be whole now. I want some things right before I walk out the building. I need some things straight before the organ hit the last note. And I need to know that I'm somewhere where that can possibly happen. And You didn't get it. Let me say it again. I need to know that I'm somewhere where that could potentially happen. If you believe that, you need to give God some praise right now. Right now, right now. God, I believe that you can some stuff in my life before I leave this service today. I believe you can fix it. See, now y'all act like, y'all clapping like it's lunchtime. I said praise. I'm talking about some praise. I'm, this is Christmas. This is the season of his birth. I'm talking about some folks that from your belly, God, I know you're God. I know what you can do. You did it before what a gift! Why are you looking at me? Praise him. Praise him! Praise him! Praise him! Give him the glory! He's the ruler. <laughs> see, hold on a second. Hold a second. See, see, see. They 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 having more. They having to fit more on a, on the golf course at a PGA tournament than you are right now. They're having more praise at the soccer game, at the football, than you are right now. Be seated. See, I believe God. And, and let me just be blank, blunt and, and, and point blank about this. I, I've come to the place in my life, I don't have no choice but to believe him. Let, let, me, let, me, let me talk to about 50 people. You, you can't turn this off. This has been on so long in your life. You can't turn this off. I can't turn my faith off, Elder English. I've been walking by faith so long. I can't turn it off. Jesus is the chief ruler of wholeness. He got what you need to make you whole. Remember, remember, remember the man at the pool of Bethesda, remember the man and and he he, Jesus walked up to him because, you know, at a certain time, the Bible says an angel came down, troubled the water. Whoever got in first pass, got healed. And he kept trying. <laughs> and, and Jesus comes to him, Elder Reggie. He said, man, he said, man, do you want to be made whole? Now, now I don't know if you've ever really thought about it, meditated, but he's there with hundreds, maybe thousands of people. And, and you would think that it would be obvious that that's why he would be there. But, but, but upon further investigation and inquiry, Jesus asked the man, do you want to be made whole? Because the chief ruler of wholeness is right next to you. I'm trying to help five more people. See, while you're looking at the pool, you need to be looking at Jesus. I'm trying to help you right now. While you're looking at the pool, you need to realize Jesus is right there. Next to you, you wouldn't even praise him because you're looking at the pool. I don't do that. You can't make me praise him. I, it's amazing, no matter how many times I can be in the church service, there's always gonna be a group of people that they ain't gonna praise him. So I gotta ask you, do you wanna be? you want to be made. Well, well, let me help you. Some of y'all still ain't got it. So, 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 so the man in earnest, he says, I have no one to help me. I'm trying to help you this morning. I'm trying to help you praise him. That's the word right now. I I can't go past that. You got to praise him. Some of y'all ain't really praised him in a long time. You got a reason why you don't praise him like you used to. I'm trying to help you. Get your breakthrough. I'm trying to help you get your blessing. I'm trying to help you take your eyes off the pool and look at the one that's standing right next to you Wanted to know, do you want to be made whole? Sometimes, to get your breakthrough. You got to pick up your own bed and walk. Ain't no more help in here other than that. Do you want it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's move on. Be seated. I ain't going to force feed you. I ain't going to force feed you. Another, another, another definition of Prince of Peace. I like this one, particularly right now. I I, I like this one. Um, Another definition of the Prince of Peace is Prince of Prosperity. See, being sound, complete, and whole means you have everything you need. The Bible tells us money answers All things. See, some of y'all would just be happy if you had more money. Don't come to church and act like you don't like money. Oh, I don't like money. I just love Jesus. I just love Jesus. I didn't say love money. I said like money. Prince of Prosperity. Watch this. I was talking to an Elder in the office before we came out service <laughs> this morning, and uh, <clears throat> we were talking about the insurance and finishing the carpeting and when thing when the flood hit in September, and and getting the church back in order. All those things that we got to finish doing, and you know, same thing happened in our house. We got back in town, and basement was flooded, so I had to go through the same process at home we did with the church. And I've never had to do it before, so so you know, I had to <laughs> just for all these procedures. So they, you had to send, submit the claim, and then they, you know, and they send it back, and then you, just, then they send you something, and you send something back. They got all your information. Now I've been. Uh. <clears throat> so. They send me a check, but the mortgage company had to had their name on the check. Why? So anyway, they sent the check. It was wrong. So I had to call and you know y- y- y'all you know you handling 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 business, handling problems. So so I was just, we were just talking fast forward. I was saying you know it's it's amazing how I did not know, I had to learn, it take money just to run a house. You, you didn't, no, 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 Make sure you get what I'm saying. I'm not talking about just the money you gotta pay for the phone bill, the TV bill. No, you have some extra money somewhere for stuff to happen that folks say they're supposed to take care of, but it, they don't take care of it. You still got to take care of it because it's your house. You live there, your wife, your children. So you got to spend the thousands of dollars to get it right while you get the insurance company, everybody else to fix and do what they say they're going to do. That may take months. See, because the insurance company, the reason we have insurance is so that when something happens, we can be made whole. But, but, but everybody ain't trying to make you whole. Some folks trying to make themselves. So, so you need to know what your hole is. Let me back up. Let me back up. Oh my talk man. Before you get married, you need to know what your hole is. When that, when that young cat young girl roll up on you, have your whole list. Pop, 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 pages. Okay, read this. Pray fast. Call me back in three months. Because if you can't Because, his, listen, my brothers and sisters, we don't have time to keep calling back for you to fix something that should have been right the first time. I don't need. What was that scripture? Wednesday night. If you didn't hear Wednesday night. what <laughs> that word was so good. I was laughing at God. I said, God, you put that together. I know I ain't smart enough. That thing was so boom, boom, boom. You don't need an unfaithful man in time of trouble. (laughs) We need the Prince of Peace now more than ever. I don't need to be constantly left partially fixed. <laughs> Past a lady ran into her uh, truck at Jewel or was happened to be there, Deaconess Orr and saw the whole thing. It took months for them to fix it, six months. They fixed it, did a wonderful job. I get in the car, I couldn't get out. So I had to let the door, I had to let the window down. This is like back in the seventies. Back when you was poor but you was cool. <laughs> so we I had to let the window down. This is a this is a nice truck, okay? I let the window down, put my hand out, hit the and let myself out. I'm too old to be left partially fixed. I'm trying to help somebody. You too you're you're too old to be left partially functioning. You need all your stuff working. Look at somebody and tell them, I need all my stuff working. If God bless me with it, elder benny, it must work because every good and every perfect gift. I need my gift of prophecy working. I need it accurate. I need it work. I need discernment working. I need to know who's in front of me, who's lying, and who's telling the truth. I need my You shouldn't suffer a liar for an hour. They lying for an hour. After the first ten minutes, you should have shut them down. I need I need. Everything. Working. Functioning. I don't need to be walking around half fixed. Physically. Yes. I, I, I don't need to be half as good as I was. So I need the Prince of Peace. Somebody need him? (laughs) See, because as we get older, watch this. As we get older, (laughs) we get closer to the fulfillment of our destiny. Watch this. Somebody need to write this down. This is so good. Some of you don't realize you're going to need five times more money in your latter years than you did in your younger years. Oh, receive it, receive it, receive it, receive it. You're going to need five times deaconess Dr. Margarita, the money, because God got some stuff he put in your heart to do. And the reason that's okay is because some of us have lived through enough stuff to have enough wisdom to know what to do with it now. You would have you messed your marriage up if you would have had all the money. If you would have had all the money you're going to have. If you would have had it 10 years ago, we wouldn't see you now. Somebody lift their hands for prosperity. I don't know if you noticed. I do. People are getting paid more now than ever. And because I'm a kingdom man, certainly this isn't a... (laughs) across the board, but it seems like to me professional athletes is getting paid boo of billions of dollars. But the president got to stop the train. And the man who works for the train station can't get what? Seven Something's messed up. Amen. Now I'm not hating. I'll, I'll never be a professional quarterback. I won't. I was telling. I was telling. Man, I'm. I'm, I'm oh, Jesus. I was asking. I was asking Pastor the other day. I said, um. <laughs> I said, how much do you think X Y Z Chef make on Food Network annually? She said, I'll probably cup two, three. I said, no. They just signed a contract for $26 million a year. Now, you cook it up a storm. But how I look at it, if you can make $26 million every year cooking, and I know folk that look just like you. That If you had $6 million a year, this community wouldn't look like it looked. You would bless your family. The school system wouldn't be like, I'm talking about people that look like you. So I thank God for the Prince of Prosperity because you better believe he get ready to move on your behalf. You better get some wisdom. Because the wealth of the wicked is coming into the hands of the just. That's Bible. You better get a, bit, a vision bigger than yourself. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. I'm, I'm going to say this, I'm going to try to move on. to move on. I was watching again, I just, this, 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 this is just in my wheelhouse, this is just, I was watching how people that hunt for buried treasure in the Mediterranean, countries are literally fighting over millions and millions of dollars of gold that is at the bottom of the ocean. It's been there for hundreds of years. Do you realize all the gold, the silver, diamonds that's ever been dug up, they still here? Don't, don't ever cry over money. It's still here. The Prince of Prosperity means the giver of all blessings. The Messiah, Jesus Christ, is the giver of all blessings. That's why he deserves all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Here's another way to say it. And <laughs> I'll clarify it. Because he is the giver of all blessings. It should remind us not to talk to strangers. Somebody got that. They got it. They got it. Why, why would I talk to a stranger? You can't do nothing for me. Let me let me give you some Bible for that, because let me give you some Bible for that. So, so in Luke chapter seven, John has been arrested, and John the Baptist, and he's going through. He's going through. I mean, most people get arrested; they go through. And so, <coughs> he John calls a couple of his disciples together, and say, "Y'all, y'all, y- man, uh, y'all y- go over to talk to Jesus, cause I, I don't know now." Um, and so, anyway, bottom line is, Jesus, he said, "Ask him, are you the one?" Or should we look for another? I interpret that. Should I talk to a stranger? Because I thought maybe you was the one, but it ain't working like I thought. And I'm in prison. So maybe you ain't the one. Just because you're going through doesn't mean he's not who he says he is. I'm going to say it again. Just because you're going through doesn't mean Jesus isn't who he says he is. See, when you really make up in your mind and it's, it's really etched in your heart that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, you don't look to or need to talk to another because you know you're not going to get any peace From your time with them. So, verse 22, Luke 7. Then Jesus answering and said to them, Go your way and tell John what things ye have seen and heard how that the blind see, the lame walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor, the poor. Hear the gospel preached. And then verse 23. Whoever doesn't lose faith in me is indeed blessed. If you, don't let the, if you don't let the world talk you out of him being the prince of peace, you'll get your peace. You'll get blessed because my brothers and my sisters there is no substitute for the prince of peace all others are false you know that by now they're false they're anti they're quasi they're powerless x5 let's finish my message x53031 30, excuse me and the God of our fathers raised up Jesus, whom ye slew and hanged on a tree. Verse 31. Him hath God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior. To give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. Jesus is the author of peace. An author is the one that is the originator of it. Think about that for a minute. Jesus is the originator of peace. In other words, peace started in the mind of Jesus first. So how much peace does he want you to have if you thought about it before you did? Jesus is, in fact, our champion of peace. Peace will never win out until you put Jesus in the mix. Yeah. See, the birth of the Messiah was announced by angels that shouted, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward man. Woo! Man, that's good. Somebody shout peace, Peace. goodwill Goodwill towards man. man. But make no mistake about it. This is the mind of God towards us. Because obviously we don't have a lot of peace between each other. Folks are looking for reasons to fight now more than ever. So God is saying, as the Messiah has entered into our world, he is the champion, the author, the supreme ruler of peace. With the Messiah entering the world, entering earth, comes the peace of God. I remember, I don't know why this story this comes to my mind right now, I'm going to say it. I help somebody. Years ago, years ago, uh, uh, it was summer, had to be, it was warm. I was fixing my golf clubs and cleaning them off and, and put them in my in my trunk. I was in my garage doors open, my car was in the garage. And uh, I had leaned in and I was putting in I just felt you ever have a feeling to turn around just there's nothing there's just something just says turn around. So I turned around And it was two big Huskies like this running up on me. One of them ran into the garage. I had pulled one of my clubs out. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) They didn't bark. They didn't growl. You know what they did? They disturbed my peace. Somebody lift your hands right there. Something has been disturbing your peace. It's over with today, Julius. It didn't bark. It didn't growl. It didn't bite you. It just came to disturb your peace. Ha See, because when your peace is disturbed jennifer it's hard to think straight when your peace is disturbed you make rash decisions when when your peace is disturbed you feel vulnerable i'm helping somebody you feel vulnerable when your peace is disturbed your Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost in you, your discernment, everything is gets off kilter. He just comes to disturb your peace. Today I came with a word and an anointing from God. Peace be still. Jesus is still with you. He's not left you. He's not abandoned you. I don't know what's going on in your life, but that that has come has come to disturb your peace. But today you must make up your mind that Jesus is going to remain in the boat with you. And if he's asleep, at least he's in the boat. And you're going to hold on to your peace. Peace be unto you, my brothers and sisters, and peace be multiplied. I said, peace be unto you, my brothers, eh, God in the name. Peace be unto you, my brothers, and oh, God, peace be unto you, my brothers and my sisters, and peace be multiplied. You will sleep, the Lord giveth his beloved sleep. You're going to sleep like newborn babies and wake up with the strength of God because your peace will not be disturbed. Let me give you these three aspects of God's peace, and we're going to go home. The first aspect of God's peace is called peace from God. Peace from God. Peace from God is what the angels announced upon the entrance or birth of Messiah. Messiah. Peace from God. (laughs) How many know what comes from God can only be stopped by God? Nobody has more authority and power than God. So when God releases something into your life, It's yours. It's yours. God released peace to humanity through the Messiah. Since Messiah bore our sins, In fact, he bore the sins of the whole world. God no longer has an issue with those who receive his peace offering. Messiah, Jesus, is God's peace offering for us. So, those of us that are born again when we asked, <laughs> when we repented and asked for forgiveness, the peace of God, whew, peace from God, God all over you. God is not mad at you any longer. The wrath of God is not waiting for you. The only thing you and I should be looking forward to is the favor and blessing of God. Because the wrath of God is not your portion. Because we now have peace from God. I'm not looking to get whipped and punished and beat. I'm looking to get blessed and elevated and prosper because the peace from God is in my life. Listen listen, 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 listen. I want you to stop going to the mailbox looking for bills.) Ah, ah OK. I, I, you know, see, I'm going to say this, I, you know I, Thank you, Lord. All I had to do is wait a little bit longer. Some of us have been fighting the good fight so long that everywhere you go, you look for a fight. Because ain't much been easy for you most of your life. But when you understand the power of the presence of the Prince of Peace in your life. As you get older, you start looking for favor where you go. Yeah. Looking for no fight. <laughs> so, oh, see, see, now, now I'm going to see, okay. And some of y'all, and, and, and just look straight ahead, Everybody going to know it's you. Come here, Mike Mays, I'm going to use you. Come here See that? See that? See that? Mm-hmm. See that? Come here, Cabrini Green. <laughs> see, see, I shouldn't do it like that. He, I should, I no, go on. Sit down. I ain't going to do it like that, man. He good, he good. See, I told you I could do it like that. See, see, you, you got to be careful because if you allow the enemy to form and shape your thinking, you could become the kind of person that everywhere you go, before you go to the I'm going to get them straight when I get into what? Watch, see, because I don't be playing. They're, they're going to do me like they do me everybody else. When I get out, I'm going to get them straight. They're going to do me like that. <laughs> Why do we think like that? Because you've had to survive. You've had to fight for everything you got. You've been disrespected most of the places you go. They didn't treat you like you was who God. Go, you go sit down, bro. They didn't treat you like, and, 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 so, and so here you are today with the opportunity to get a greater revelation of the Prince of Peace in your life and the, the fact that God's peace is all over you. You don't have to fight. You don't have to just walk in there and say, watch how they treat me. Watch me, watch. They go, oh, they're going to treat me so good. Ooh, I'm going to get the best help. Ooh, I ain't going to have to fill out none of that paperwork. Watch. Ooh, watch the favor of God. Kick in. Watch. Watch. Because the wrath of God is not on me. God is not mad at me. And the peace of God is on my life. Because some of y'all, I love you. <laughs> some of y'all got a heart because you go in there looking at all. You go in there look like a gunslinger. (laughs) Go in there like you got some peace. Talk to that person like they got some peace. Talk to them like you got some peace. They're not used to people talking to them like they got some peace. So they're going to help you out. always got to prove you ain't no punk. <laughs> you, 70's, you, you 70 years old, you can't beat my grandchild arm wrestling. And my grandchild ain't even born yet. Let me let's finish. Okay, y'all, y'all. Okay. So the first aspect is peace from God. God is not angry with you. God's not ready to punish you. He's not using people to scold you and keep money from you. He ain't getting people promoted over you. Accepting Messiah as Savior. Gives us peace from God. God ain't mad at me. He loves me. He used the blood of Jesus to wash me, cleanse me. Therefore, I'm not mad at anybody else either. Number two, of course, all these could be sermon series. Number two, the second aspect, the first one is peace from God. Now I'm going to talk about peace with God. Peace with God. This is where uh, a lot of saints struggle. this, This aspect, peace with God, tells us how mature we are spiritually. How much peace do you operate with in your relationship with God? how much peace do you operate with in your transactions with God what do I mean by that how how at ease are you with God it shows up in how we pray Do you you always pray tense prayers? God, you know God, God, man, God? Everything's an emergency when you talk to God. How at ease are you in your relationship with God? that will tell you how much peace you have with god is 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 is, is your, your and god's relationship really tense somebody getting help aren't they i mean can you just this, this, this sums it up when, when when israel's in the in the in the wilderness After God had brought them out of Egypt, Miriam, Moses' sister, was, you know, talking a little little crazy. And um, God got tired of it, and he struck her with leprosy. And (laughs) Moses' peace with God was so tough. This is sister. I'm helping some people. All Moses prayed was, God, heal her. Read it your Bible. That's all he said. God, heal her. Moses didn't say, God, that's my sister. Oh, Lord, that's my sister, my oldest sister, my youngest sister. We used to play together. Oh, God, you know that. You know who she is. You know what she means to me. Would you please? No, he didn't go through all that. He didn't go through all that. He just said, God, heal her. That's how I pray for her. L to D, God. Healer. I got peace with God. There's nothing between me and God that I got to fight through. And God, God, God. how so I pray for most of y'all. I got peace with God. I got to convince him he loved her more than I love her. He created her. He knew her for I knew her. What do I got to go through all this? Somebody lift your hands. You're getting more peace from God. You're getting more peace with God. The tension in your relationship with God is reducing. Come on now. Get all this tension. Fighting with God. Angry with God. Confused about God. It's messing with your peace. You talk differently to people you have peace with. There's miracles all in this place today. Jesus. There's shifts going on in people's relationship with God on this side. Right here. Look, look, look. Open your eyes. Look, I'm talking about y'all. I'm talking about y'all. I see it. Your prayer life is going to change. Your prayer life, some answers that have been held up, they're about to manifest because the peace of God is coming into your life like never before. Moses just said, God, heal her. I don't even believe he said her name. He didn't need to. God knew who she was. When you have and mature in your peace with God, you're at ease with your relationship with him. Your prayer life is different. Your worship life is different. Some of y'all can't really praise him because of other people are looking at you. So you're not at ease with God. In order to become, or in order to come to a place of rest with God, you must. Completely t- surrender to God. See, some of you are not, don't have peace with God because you haven't done the last thing He told you to do. And you know you're in disobedience. How can you have peace when you're in rebellion? Ephesians chapter 2, beginning at verse 12. We're going to read some verses here because you need to hear this. That at that time ye were without Christ, without the Prince of Peace, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of, of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Verse 13. But now, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who were sometimes afar off have been made nigh by the blood of Christ. Proximity. Verse 14. For he is our peace. He is our peace who hath made both one. And have broken down the middle wall or partition between us. There's nothing between you and God. There should be nothing between you and God. Nothing man-made, nothing from the Old Testament, nothing from your old family, nothing. There should be nothing from your old life. Nothing between you and God. Verse 15. Having abolished in his flesh the enmity, everything that was against him. Even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself of twain one new man. So making peace. Verse 16. That he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain again the enmity thereby. Verse 17, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off. Why are you so disconnected? Why are you so far away from your Creator? Why don't you have peace? You're too far away. For through Him we both have access by one Spirit unto the Father. The access is what gives us the revelation of our peace. The access we have to the Father. You don't even know how blessed you are that you have access to the Father. You don't get it. What I mean? As a bishop, apostle, all that, you don't need to wait on me. To get in touch with your peace. I don't control your peace of God. I don't control the peace you get from God. I don't control the peace you have with God. No priest, prophet, bishop, denomination, nobody controls your peace. Somebody say I have access. To all the peace I need. Say this and I'm going to act like it. So, so, so that, means, that means you may catch me at a bad moment and I start to go off on you. But I'm going to remember and you're going to help me. Wait a minute. I got to go give him some peace. I'll come back. Because there's no reason for me to be upset. I have access to the Father. When we mature, And we begin to access the peace of God on a regular. There is no separation, division, or disagreement in our union with Christ. That means you're as anointed that moment as you could ever be. You didn't get it. Our union with Christ, the Prince of Peace, when Paul says that we are perfectly joined together, you need to look that up. To be perfectly joined together means there's nothing in between. There's nothing missing. There's nothing broken. And everything is as it should be you are perfectly joined together. There is no space between you and your God. There's no lack. There is nothing the enemy can do. Jesus said, the devil has nothing in me, no place no space. I'm perfectly joined together with the Father. There's nothing he can do. It looks like he has the advantage, but as long as I stay perfectly joined together in the will of God, there's nothing, no weapon form, nothing, nothing he can do, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Why? Because I'm perfectly joined together. And as you and I understand and grow in the revelation of being perfectly joined together, you'll begin to realize that as you get more perfectly joined together, the enemy can't tell who's God and who's you. The enemy can't tell where you end and God begin and where God begin and where you end because you are perfectly join together that's why the enemy wants your peace and lastly I got to stop peace of God peace of God we talked about peace from God peace with God now we're going to talk about the peace of God Philippians 4 6 and 7 be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. Verse 7. And the peace of God, somebody said the peace of, peace of God. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Having the peace <laughs> of God keeps us from being anxious about the problems we face in life. As God has already ministered in several different ways this morning, when we don't have peace, we can't think clearly, critically, correctly. We say and do things that hurt us, that hinder us. So we need to understand the peace of God. We need to understand the Prince of Peace because we live in a time, I mean, my humble opinion, it's almost, without God's help, it's impossible not to be anxious. Commercials make you anxious. I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know... Driving down the street make you go faster than you're supposed to because everybody else is going fast. You ain't even in no hurry. You said you're going to leave 15 minutes earlier so you wouldn't drive fast. And what you doing? You're anxious. I remember some old folk wisdom, church wisdom, saint wisdom. I, I, I got years ago. If the devil can't push you real fast, he'll hold you back slow. <laughs> he just wants to mess up your timing. He wants to mess up your spiritual timing. And when we lack peace, that's the easiest way to get all time and all messed up. Yo, you don't even know what season it is you, in your life, in your marriage, in your job. You, you just, your time is all jacked up because your peace has been disturbed. Being anxious is us allowing things to stay on our mind way too long. You better hear God. I ain't moving from there for now. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Most of the people listening in this building and online, you've got several things that's been on your mind too long. Too long. quick, 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 quick testimony. Uh, Revelation help you. Um, thank God for his, his healing. But I remember when I was first challenged a couple months ago with what I'm challenged with, and, and, and I was experiencing shortness of breath. That, that's one of the worst things a preacher can feel. Because I talk for a living. And my mind is going, and I got words I want to say. And I can't say them yet. And I'm getting frustrated because my timing is all messed up. Because I understand my life moves by my words. Tell somebody yours does too, yours does too, yours does too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, so, so you need to understand that, that when you don't walk in the peace of God, the peace from God and peace with God, your timing, your circadian rhythms is off. But when you begin to grow in knowledge and grace concerning your heavenly Father and Jesus being the Prince of Peace, what begins to happen? All the anxious stuff the devil throws in your life, you say, "Wait a minute! I know what that is. I ain't gonna worry about that. Oh, I'll see what that is." Because mm. people love to make priorities for you. People love to make priorities for you, and you, you know who you know who has the tendency to do it the most. It's just the way it is. Family, and again and again and again. I'm, I'm, I'm about finished. We can get ready to do communion. Uh, when I taught on Rafa, back in was it August, July? The whole there's a statement I made that the Lord brought back to my remembrance. I said, "Boy, God, you something," and I said something akin to this: the reason God wants us healed physically is so we have the strength to help other people. When you're not, when you're infirm, sick, weak, disease, whatever you spend most of your time trying to get yourself healed. And all of a sudden, I found myself in that place. I don't like being in a place where I can't help other people, and I got to worry about me. Because you can't help anybody if you ain't whole. If I got shortness of breath, I can only counsel about two people. Then I need to go take it out. <laughs> I ain't like that. That was messing with my peace. See, write this down, please. All the crazy turmoil of this world all the crazy turmoil of this world is tranquilized by the anointing. All the crazy in this world, the antidote is peace. <laughs> Just take a shot of a dose of peace. I'm going to say it like that. Just take a dose of peace. Ain't no sense in you being crazy. <laughs> Hysterical. See, when we grow in knowledge and grace of the Prince of Peace. You don't need Prozac. Sertraline. Cililopron. Show <laughs> boucher. Stand on your feet, please. When. We grow in knowledge and grace, peace of God, peace with God, peace from God. You don't need a cocktail. I need a, I need a train. I need a drink. You don't need happy hour. You don't need a blunt. You don't need that. Colossians 3:15. Let Christ's peace control you. Lift your hands, please. Whew. Let Christ, let the Messiah's peace control you. God has called you to this peace by bringing you into the body. Let me say it again. This is Colossians three fifteen. Let Christ's peace control you. God has called you into this peace by bringing us into his body. My brothers and sisters, this is why just one of the big whys we need to be in church. Because of the word of God. I know that those of you that attend church regularly, you have way more peace than people that do not you have access to peace you're in the presence of peace the prince of peace if you're in this building today and you're not saved you're not born again you've not made Jesus Christ your savior and your lord every head bow please every eye closed you can put your hands down and just relax. Just relax. Such a peaceful atmosphere. Just relax. Just relax. He loves you. 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 Let not your heart be trouble Jesus said you believe in God believe also in me believe in the peace I bring to you if you're not saved if you've not made Jesus Christ your prince of peace lift your hand right now lift it lift it if you've lifted your hand step step out Come to the altar. Elders, I want you to come and face the people. And someone that lifted their hands is standing next to you. Walk them out. Gently, don't force them. Just say, I'll walk with you. This is a peaceful decision. This is a holy decision. Now, I saw some hands lifted. If you're not saved, come. If you were saved, if you walked with God, I don't care how long you walked with him and you walked away and you have been robbed of just about all your peace and you're trying to get it back. Come to the altar. Jesus is the Prince of peace. He's the ruler of peace. He's the controller, the author of peace. The only place you can get it is from Jesus. The altar is open. Come now, come now, come now. Come now, come now. Come now, come now. Come now. Come now. I'm going to move quickly because I just feel led to. I think things have been explained very methodically, very clearly. There's no confusion. Amen. Amen. And of course, as the altar opens up, if you still want to be saved, come if you were still back, it didn't come. But I, I just opened the altar up right now for people that have been struggling. Saints, you're saved, you love God, but you just needed this word. This word was like a lifesaver. It was like you fell over a cruise ship and you're just out there treading water and, and God threw you a lifeline. Come to the altar right now. Come right now and get the peace of God that you need. Come right now. Let your life be preserved. You're going to live and not die. You're not going to die in this state you're not going to fall apart you're not going to have a nervous breakdown the peace of God is here for you come right now come right now let's sing let's sing let's worship him well thank you for joining us I also want to thank you in advance for clicking on the link to support our ministry your giving is what moves ministry forward and ministry must move forward You can also visit us online at cffczion.org for more information. If you were blessed by this word, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless you.